Say, this is my Bible. It's the word of God. It's the word of truth. Working knowledge of this Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I'm free because I read the word. I meditate on the word. I continue in the word. And I do what the word says. For the scripture has said, whom the son shall... No, the scripture, he said, who makes free, not set free. John 8, 36. Who the son makes is free indeed. May God make you free. That means it's progressive revelations. Hallelujah. As you uh, get revelation, then you are becoming more and more free. Amen. Why have you all left the front seats? Oh, the son. Okay, all right. Praise the Lord. All right. Take your Bible. Let's go to Luke 15. I've been talking about the father, the seventh son, and the son's son. Amen. The father, the prodigal son, and then the son. But I try to break it down to the son, son, or the real son, and then the prodigal son, who is the seventh son, and then the father. So today I want to look about it. I want us to talk about the elder brother. Say the elder brother. Siniazu, the older one. Mm. Hallelujah. Luke 15. Let's look at verse 11. If you are there, say amen. And he said, a certain man had what? Two sons. May God give you at least two children in Jesus' name. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his what? So, it's not only the prodigal son who had his inheritance, but the elder son also had his inheritance, but he chose not to leave because he said he divided to them. That means that it wasn't only the, the young son who had it. Are you following the story? Amen. The elder son also had it, but the elder son decided to stay because he realized that the blessing is in the house. See, the blessing is in the father's house. Jump to 25. Let's go to 25 for time's sake. Now, his elder brother or his elder son, this verse 25, his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Because it looks like they've not been celebrating in the house for a long time. One of the things that makes a house very sad is when, especially a church, is when there are no new souls. The only time heaven celebrates and a church will have true joy and through celebration and music and dancing is when new people come in. Come on, say amen. Or those who were lost who have been found. If you were lost and you have been found and you are new and you come in, it's the same level of joy. Praise God. So may we have music and dancing in this church. As far as we can dance, we know we can dance. But real joy that is extended to the courts of heaven, it will always involve a soul coming into church. So you can see clearly the reason why they were celebrating in the house was because a lost son had returned. May new souls join us every day in Jesus' name. Okay, verse 26. All right, it's okay. Verse 26. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, thy brother is come. Come and say, thy brother, the notorious one, has come. And thy father has killed the fatted calf. Hmm? 
and have received him safe and sound. No rebuke, no discipline, nothing. The judge just, just walked into a big party waiting for him. Amen. Anytime you return, may party, a party wait for you, Jesus. No, may, may you never encounter condemnation, molestation of any sort, shape, or size. When you are lost and you come, we are only having a party. We'll talk about those things later. Let me hear you, amen. Thank God you are here. If today is your first time, clap your hands and welcome them, amen. Those who are here today, clap your If you are here like that, we just want to welcome. Let those here clap your hands and welcome them, amen. Yes, we are glad you are here and today is your first time in church. Hallelujah. There's no condemnation for you. Amen. Okay, so verse 28. And he was angry and he would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. Have you seen it? And he answered and said unto his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I any time at thy commandment. And yet thou never gave me anything. You didn't give me kutuji. You didn't give me any, if you had, the intestines of, of, a, of a cow. Yeah, my dear. I didn't even get towel. Hallelujah. How many of you know towel? You know towel? You don't go to chopper these days. When you go to a typical chopper, you say, Pacho Mami Fufu, 50 Ghana. And say, Mami, go to 20 Ghana. More towel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they always say. Do you have towel there? So, no, you mean towel for cleaner? No, I'm not. I mean stomach towel. Have you seen that kind of towel before? Yes. So the son is saying that even towel, you have not even given me some. You my dear. Oh, don't even gizzard. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The, the guy was not happy at all. He was not happy at all. But I explained to you why he didn't get anything. Amen. Let's try and finish this in quickly. And he answered, said to him, Father, lo, this, okay, verse 30. But as, soon, but as soon as this thy son, oh, sorry, he said, he answered, this many do I say, you never gave me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son, you know, see the way he's talking about his brother, he didn't say, my brother. There's a lot of problems here. He said, this thy son. Oh, mommy, Bile. Yeah, oh, mommy, Jeme. She, Didi, I'm not your father. Are you saying it? He didn't say, instead of saying, oh, this is my brother. He said, your son. There was a lot of tension in the house. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This thy son came. That was what? Who has wasted, he devoured his living with harlots. Thou has killed for him the fatted cow. And he said unto him, son. Thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. See, all that I have is thine. Mm. That should calm you down and let you know that God has great plans for you, and you will walk in those blessings. Amen. It was me that we should make merry and be glad, for this thy son, thy brother, was dead, and is alive again, was lost, and is found. Amen. So I want to talk about the elder brother. See, the elder brother. The elder brother who was in the house. We talked about the servant son, the lost son, or the prodigal son. And the good thing about the prodigal son was that, Bible said, when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's servants have food and to spare, and I die in a pig sty? I will arise and go back to my father. You see, 
That was the only thing about the prodigal son that saved him. It's not every time that you start a journey that you have enough sense to come back. Some of the journey, they will take you into pit. You may never recover. So don't start any journey that you are not sure of how it's going to end. Say, like some of you say, well, let me drink a little alcohol. It's a journey you have started. You have started 5 ml. You are doing 3 VOL volume, right? Then you go to 5. It's a journey. You are increasing. Then you go to 7%. But sometimes you will not have the presence of mind to say, oh, my problem is as a result of this bottle thing. And you may not come back. So don't start anything that you are not sure you can finish. Let me hear you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, or you are in, in a relationship. You know that, you know, you are, you are, you are, you see, you are not in hell, but you can see hell from where you are standing. You can see the flickering of the lights in the distance. And you know that you are getting close, but you are saying, oh, but when it gets to this place, I'll jump out. You may not be able to jump out. Your parachute will not, will not respond. And you come down from there, I'll, I'll just, you know, activate my parachute and I'll be out. You may not be out. So don't start things that say, oh, I want to be like the prodigal son. Me, I'll go out and then I'll come. You may not come, amen? Praise the Lord. So, so that, but that's not my topic. This is just by way of footnote. I want to talk about the elder son. See the elder son. Father, help us this morning, this few minutes. Speak to us in a profound and a very established way that we would understand in Jesus' name. Amen. Take your seats. Praise the Lord. All right. Now. I want you to understand that there's always a blessing in a house. A blessing in a house. There's no house that you will go and you will not find something in that house. Even if you go to a fetish house, you always also have a blessing. Because don't forget, they were also created by God. Only that they have chosen to serve something else. So in every house, there is always, and an, if in that house there's a father... There's always an inheritance or there is a blessing. Understand it. Amen. It's in a house where there's no father is that there is chaos. But when there is a father, be sure that there's an inheritance because, you know, inheritances comes from fathers, not mothers. He say a good man, if you say a good woman, he leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So when you go to a place where there's a father, I didn't say a man. There's a difference between a husband, a father, and a man. A father is somebody who takes care. You would always find that there's something in that place that will change your life. Much more the house of God. And especially when God starts a church, know that there is an inheritance for those whom he had called and had gathered into that church space. Are you following me this morning? Yes, there's always a blessing there. There's a blessing there. So you and I sitting here, there's an inheritance that God has put in this house that as you continue to stay in, that blessing will naturally flow to you. I've seen things that started as nothing, especially a spiritual house, like a typical house like this, that became a mighty house because the father, God, excuse me, God himself is the father in that place. And if your earthly father knows how to give you good gifts, how much more your heavenly father? So a spiritual house, a church for that matter, is a place that you must value 
Because you will derive all your spiritual blessings and supply from that place. Let me hear amen. But you know, the enemy has a way of painting it as if to look that the church is rather your problem. It's not your problem. It's your blessing. Let me hear amen. Yes. Look at the troubled world. I mean, this morning, the songs that were being sung, it, it really blessed me. I was on the first floor. I had to come down because, no, the, the, the songs were, I had to come and partake of it. Amen. Yes. Very, very blessed this morning. Just by these songs. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and praise the Lord. It's, it's a blessing. Those of you didn't come early, man. You missed a lot. Praise God. Sometimes I wonder when we don't have instruments, we worship God better. Yes. Praise God. So, so, so there are things you can pick from here that you, you don't know what's going to happen. Something will be said and all of a sudden your whole world changes. It's an inheritance. It's a heritage. Let me hear amen. So, your greatest resource in life is not your boss in your office. It's your spiritual house. Because everything is spiritual first before it becomes physically manifested. Hallelujah. Now, the next thing I want to talk about before we get into the story is that in every house, there are issues. Come on, the issues. Mm. Now, this story that Jesus narrated it's, it's, it's a type of the kingdom of God. It's a type of the church. And he didn't say that there are no issues in the church. Look at the story. One guy is angry and he doesn't want to enter the house. The other guy is having everything. He's also leaving the house. So when this guy came, the other guy was going away. It's like, what's going on here? And now if you were to compare this picture with what was happening during the uh, flood, during the flood, Noah's Ark was the only safe place on the face of the earth. We had the animals there. We had human beings there. We had all manner of things in there. Have you ever thought about how they were living inside there? Can you, uh, can you imagine that no, they never had any quarrel inside? Is it possible? It's not possible. Some, some goat will go and chew somebody's grass. Eh? Or a lion's portion will be eaten by some wolf or some hyena. And you will see wild fights on the, in the, in the what's it called? Ark. But which is better? Do you want to be in the water? <laughs> or you want to be on the ark? Let me hear amen. That's what a lot of people think. Oh, as for church. So they jump out. When they jump out, they realize that they are, they are, they are gone. And so even if a good man said, look at this man, he's so faultless, a good father, yet still his sons were having problems. So there's nothing like a, a perfect church. Let me hear a loud amen. Those of you looking for the perfect church, as soon as you get there, it will not become perfect because you are the problem. Say, I'm looking for a perfect church. God says, oh, that's a perfect church. As soon as you get there, you have not made it perfect anymore because you are the problem. Yes. That's why there can be no perfect church. Because you, when you join, no, the, church, the perfect church becomes an imperfect church. Are you following what I'm saying to you? So that you never have... People, Charlie, it crazy. It can, the, the, the act will be very smelly. Have you thought about it? The elephant he drops his stuff like that. 
All man, I, but it is the safest place. Let me hear amen. I can't hear you, amen. It's the safest place. It's your safest place. And the reason is that that is where your inheritance will come from. So you look at the young man. He got, you know, distracted by listening to people. They pushed the eject button on him and then he left. He went, ah, I said, no, 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 no. He had all manner of women. Bible said, you see, his brother knew him. He said, this guy, he's, he spent his money with he, riotous living is wild boy. I say wild. This, this guy is a wild guy. Any wild guy you can think of, you can think of this boy. But he went uh, after everything, every experience. He realized that no, it's all empty. So he had to come back and join the queue. And he himself said he's no longer a son. He would prefer to be called a servant and eat servant's food because it's far better. You don't have to regret before you come to accept the fact that God has blessed you. The thing that is moving you and pushing you and trying to eject you from your father's house, resist it in the name of Jesus. I say resist it. Identify it and resist it. Because you see, those of you stay, the inheritance is yours. You'll be blessed. I say you'll be blessed. Glory to God. So I want to talk about the elder son. He didn't go anywhere, though he also received his inheritance. Let's talk about him this morning and how we can also, for us who are in the house, we can guard against some of the things that if you become an elder son, come on, say elder son, or elder statesman, or elder deacon, or elder shepherd, you should watch so that they don't consume you and destroy you. So you don't allow others to also come in. Number one, the blessing belongs to the son. Come on, say the blessing. Belongs to him. You see, in the scripture we just read, look at what the father said. The father said, he said, all that I have is yours. Hallelujah. All that I have is yours. Means that the, the party they were doing, it was just a short entertainment season. The real blessing, the management of the family's wealth and the blessings to keep it and to transfer it to the next generation was given to the son who stayed. I say it was given to the son who stayed. I mean, you'll be very, very stupid and unwise to give an inheritance to somebody you have never trained. Somebody who has not labored, who has not been through the meal, they cannot handle the things that you are going to give to them. So though the father was glad to see them, he wasn't going to give the inheritance to the son, the prodigal son. He was going to join the queue and be raised from a servant till he becomes a son. Probably never. Because we don't know how long the son of the father was going to live. Amen. So listen, this is wisdom that you can also learn. Anybody who is faithful to you, that person is your son. I can't hear your amen. It doesn't necessarily have to be your biolo even your biological children. The one who is most, he has the best ears. And that's the thing you tell them. They are the ones qualified for the inheritance. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? It has nothing to do with age anyway. At the end of the day, it's the person who listens to you. They will do the things you've told them to do. So those of you that you stay in church, you are constant in church. It looks like, you know, 
Nothing is happening. The real inheritance is yours. Why would God come and bless a stranger who came to church today and leave you? That being working, laboring in the house. That's not fair. No. God cannot do that. We will say, no, Lord, not so. You remember Joseph? <coughs> Joseph's father, Jacob, he was going to bless Manasseh. He was going to bless Ephraim. And then he crossed his hand. And he put his right hand on Ephraim and his left hand on Manasseh. But Manasseh was the first son. And, you know, Jacob was going to bless. He said, Jacob, Joseph told the father, father, not so. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's a misnomer. You can do it once in a while, but you don't allow the person who has worked to be last. Hallelujah. That's why God honors and rewards us according to the level of labor. That's why it's called wages. May God give you some wage in Jesus' name. It's not salary. Salary is what you, they give you at the end of the month. Wage is what you clock per hour. So if you work for hours, they measure and they multiply it by the hourly basis and they pay you your wage. Listen, those of you that have been laboring, there's a great reward coming. You may not have noise around you. We are all celebrating you, people coming in. Listen, it doesn't matter. But when the real deal begins, you'll be called out. And God will remember you and bless you suddenly. In Jesus' mighty name. So the father told him that, my son, don't worry. It looks like this party is not about you, but it's not about the party. It's about who gets the inheritance. And you know, the inheritance is the spoken blessing. If somebody gives you a car, huh? if, look at me, if you see a, an anointed man of God, somebody who has God's oracle in his mouth, that when he speaks, it comes to pass, and he gives you an option, say, bless me or give me a car, what would you choose? Uh, don't say that because I'm saying that. Because a lot of you here, so blessing yedi yedi kasa ni yebedi kasa kasa na yebedi mami kano a lot of you will take the car am i lying yeah. this guy is a true guy amen hallelujah <laughs> you see so oh, the man is going to speak blessings over you and the other one he will not say anything but he will give you a car a lot of you go for the car because you know you are short term minded You're a man of faith. <laughs> because faith is not, I need a car. <laughs> Hallelujah. You go for the car. But I would prefer that you say, Father, you bless me. You just pick the invisible thing that causes you to manufacture cars. Let me have that one. You see, because you, you have a car, but you don't know how to maintain the car. Now that you have the car, how to get the fuel and to keep the car. You don't have it. I would rather that you put your hands on me and anoint me so that I can... Raise money and buy cars myself. So all the things they were doing, oh, take that thing from there if it's bothering. All the things they were doing, the celebration was car, car things. But the real blessing, which is the spoken word, which is spoken over in secret, he wasn't going to get it. I said he wasn't going to get it. So those of you that are in the house, you are staying serving faithfully. It looks like people are making progress. See, they are having parties. You are here, the announcements. So, so, and so is getting married. So, so and so has given birth. So, so and so is, is about to go to London. And you are sitting there saying, ah. So, 
what is going on? There's no noise about me. Listen, you have the real inheritance. The real inheritance is very quiet. That one, when it starts, it cannot be stopped. And as I'm talking to you, some of your season has started already. Oh, yes, it has started. When, and when it's coming, eh, because it's a supernatural kind of blessing, it can never be stopped. Some people, they have once in a while blessing. It's not continuous. But you, when God gets to working, it will be an all-round shield. It's going to be an all-round favor. So I'm talking to those of you who are serving. Listen to me. The God who never fails, he was going to honor you in a... Even me, me, me. If I have my way, you are the person I'll bless. How much more God? Imagine we have 10 cars. And I'm looking for 10 people to give the car. Who do you think I'll, I'll, I'll look for? Uh-huh. Oh, a time is coming. We'll be sharing cars like that. Yes, let the clapping be louder than it's sounding. Yeah. Yes, we'll share cars all over the place. You say they bring your name, say, oh, Kofidia. Kofidia, who is he? Maintain the dinda. But if you mention Kofigo, ah, Kofigo, yes, I know him. Take the car to him. Even me, I know how to do that. How much more, God? May God honor all of you in the name of in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. So don't be too worried about the fanfare and the seeming blessing of the Johnny just come and everybody is gathering around there. Maybe she's a fine baby. And you have been in the church. Nobody has said hello, hi. But this young Johnny baby come. You can see guys seven. When they close, everybody is lining up to say hello to the girl. Seven guys, oh, hallelujah. And you, you've been around our seven. Nobody says, hey, baby, I love you. I want to take you out. Listen, one of these days, God is just going to give you a, a, a big, big surprise. That will blow your mind. Come on, I can't hear you. Amen. I saw a wedding, a wedding. I said, so, then I said, wedding is not by beauty, nor by hear things. <laughs> For lack of a better English, you understand the word be The word be encompasses everything. Yeah. It's not by it. The woman was fat. She has no... All her face is bubbles. I'm telling you the truth. God is my witness. And you see this fine man standing there. I think it's a mystery. And the guy says, you are the one I've been waiting for. Oh, you are the one. You are the one. They say, and maybe she has three children. Oh, yes. I know somebody who did, she had six children. They did a wedding. They <laughs> wedding. After six children, you would have thought, ah, six, yeah, it's over. No, 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 no. Somebody, I like him so. I like him so. I go, 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 go. I like him so. This one, I like. Hey. God will never pass you by in Jesus' name. I say, God will never pass you by. You are not saying, man. Look at you. The way you are sitting there, I don't like. Yeah. I'm talking to you. 
Somebody broke your heart 15 times. And you said, maybe <laughs> I will not do anything anymore. Listen, God is going to knock your door again. Say, sister, I love you. I want to marry. Let's go and see pastor now. Come on, say now. All the people who come to say, when you say, let's go and see pastor, I say, oh, tomorrow. <laughs> but this one say, let's go now, 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 now. Many a break. Clap your hands and say a big amen. Yeah. It's for those of you, uh, and one of the things uh, is healing. Come on, say, let me hear amen. Healing is one of the inheritance for those who work in the house. God becomes your personal physician. He said, I will, you, thou shalt serve the Lord. He will bless your bread, bless your water, and he will take sickness out from your midst. Yeah, yeah. Exodus 23 verse 25. God himself will take sickness and he will become your personal physician. Mashotiasa. You are 73, but you look like 41. You see, the strain of life, it will not be on you. Why? Because, the, you see, you serve God. And it is in his own interest. What, what company executive is not wise enough to preserve his best workers? Tell me the truth. You see, your best worker is your greatest asset. Those of you who have become best workers for God, I'm letting you know that you will never die before your time. Those of you who have purpose in your heart that you will do the thing that pleases God and serve him. Your time has come in Jesus' name. I can't hear your amen. Number two. Number two, quickly. Offense. Come on, see offense. If you stay in the house for long, you, you are more prone to be offended. Is today your first time in church? How many times have you been to church? Four. Four. What's your name? Isaac Stana. Do you know, how many people do you know here? You know plenty of people. But you know their faces. Um, so, sit down. Um, looking for some. Obed, Abed, Stana. As for you, you know a lot of people here. Stand up. So this guy and this guy who just joined the church not too long ago, he doesn't know people's names. He just knows their faces. Who is more likely to be offended in this church? Is it this guy who doesn't know anybody at all or this guy who knows a lot of people? Why? Uh-huh. Please help me. Why? What is the reason? Uh-huh. He's been around and he knows people. This guy, he doesn't know me. How can he be offended at me? How can I be offended at him? It is this guy who, is more, who knows me, <clears throat> who's more likely to be offended when I say something. <clears throat> Maybe I say something bad. He hears it the first time. He must have heard it the 25th time. And 25th time is when he breaks everything. He says, Pastor, my brain, get off. But this guy just hears it the first How can he be offended? So it's those who have stayed out. Those who have stayed with you for long, they are more prone to be offended at you. And it means that you have been committed. So when somebody is offended, it's a sign that that person is committed. You didn't understand. Yeah, that's what it means. Because if I don't know you, I cannot be offended at you because I don't know you. It's when I know you, we've lived together, we've done a lot of things together, that you are more likely to be offended. So, 
the elder son, he was offended because he's been around for a long time. He has seen people come and go. Hey, they are sharing big chicken, big calf, all these things. Ah. And so he was more likely to be offended. Are you seeing it? But if he had just come to the house, there's no way he's going to be offended because he knows the history. Come on, let me hear amen. amen. As soon as his brother came, why didn't he say, which of my brothers? He said, the one who's been misbehaved, you know the history. Say, ah, not this guy again. Enough. Then he got angry. Are you seeing it? So be careful. I said, be careful. If you hang around the Lord, be careful you don't get offended. Pastor says something. Small thing, you are getting offended. When you are more likely to receive the inheritance, the propensity for you to be offended is escalated and elevated. It's taking a notch higher. So you spark off and walk away and deny yourself of your own blessing. Are you seeing how the enemy works? Meanwhile, God knows that you are getting closer because without long service too, you can't receive the inheritance. And the longer you stay and serve, the more likely you are going to be offended. So what are you going to do? You have to have a strategy. Let me hear you, amen. And speak back to the devil. Say, devil, you're not going to take me on this, on this, on this, on this, you know, technicality in the name of Jesus Christ. I keep my cool. I keep my calm. Somebody say a big amen. amen. But the, the elder son, he didn't know that even if they gave him the inheritance, he has to deal with the younger brother. Is he not going to deal with the younger brother? He has to deal with it. He's in the house, a family member. So how are you going to be a good leader when you can't handle the, somebody who has offended a multiplier, serial offender like your younger brother? And God is going to commit inheritance to you. Are you going to discriminate? Then you don't qualify. So the father is training him to become like the father. How to manage expectations. And he was offended. He will not go into the house. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not doing any party. Do your party, you people. <laughs> he was angry. They needed him to be there so that he can stand in front as the next leader in waiting. But he couldn't handle the, you know, some place you can't go. Some people's wedding, you can't attend. You can't stand your blessing. You, you are a baby. I can't hear your amen. God, God will need you to go to that wedding, go to that meeting, Go and sit down, look stupid, offended, but cool, and smile, and make like you are okay. Come on, I hear what I'm saying. Not to act like you are okay. You are hurt, but you are laughing. Hurting and laughing because you are growing up. I hear what I'm saying. Because you can't handle the blessings when small things are showing on your face. Small offense, your face is all rewired. So be careful. Let me hear amen. I said, let me hear your Amen. Long service is required, and long service comes with propensity for offense. But you must overcome. I say you must overcome. I say you must overcome it. So that your relevance can be kept, even in your workplace, your workplace. The more you stay close, the more people will try to offend you. Because they, they can see that potentially you are going to be the next leader. So they are setting you up. Saying things so that you get angry and walk away. Don't walk away in Jesus' name. Don't walk away in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Number three, they stay long. Come on, say they stay long. You, you cannot be said you are a committed member of a church until after 10 years. Ten. Then you are getting somewhere. Hallelujah. Mr. Fast believer, quick service believer, give me, serve me now, let me go, I'll come tomorrow. It doesn't work like that. It takes generations to build structures and institutions. 
So a church like this, we are on a journey. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Yeah, we are on a journey. We haven't gotten there yet. And all of us, God has brought us as raw materials. He's fitting us into various places. Let us be diligent and stay on. I say stay on. I qualify to speak to you like this because I've been a member of a church for 30 plus years before the Lord told me to come to this area. And my loyalty was not, you know, in doubt. When people, other churches, I remember Winners Chapel, when they came to Accra, a lot of churches lost members. Do you know that? Winners Chapel, they, they swept churches empty. Charlie, have you some big revelations? Oh, everybody was going there. Midweek service was packed. Where did the people come from? All that churches. That's the truth. Amen. But I stayed. I stayed. I stayed. I never moved. I, I started reading about Bishop Oyedepo before he came to Ghana. 95. No, 96. That time they had not started. The only church they had was in Kumasi. The church, it wasn't working. It was a failure. No, no branch in Kumasi. There was no church in Accra. I read him. But when they came to Accra, I would drive by. They started on the uh, uh, La Paz. On the road to La Paz, one of them on the right. That's where they started. Bishop, they have me reading. I'll pass and go to my church. But I read his books too, but I go. Are you hearing me? You need to stay long so we can commit things into your hands. Amen. I said, Amen. Some places, the people in the choir, 20 years. I was telling the first, I know a lady who has been in the choir for 40 plus years. 40 plus. And I wanted to give, him an, give her an award. I, I told the first lady, I said, this lady, if I get some money, I'll go and show her. I said, Lou, you have shocked me in my life. Four generations have come and gone in the choir, and she's still there. Anytime I go there, she's sitting there. Hey! And she has never changed. She still used the way she looks, as if God has put a pause on her age. I'm telling you, God is my witness. Yes. 40 plus, no husband, serving the Lord. I said, serving the Lord. Oh, Lord, I served you for three and a half years in the choir. I have no husband. Shut up and sit down and keep quiet. Oh, small thing you are doing. You are done 40 years. They are still serving God. Go to Yonggi Cho's church. How, he said, how, how, how long have you? Oh, 50 years. How long have you been in the church? They are there, solid, and they are blessed. Do you know in Yongicho's church, they don't take offering? Offering for what? For what? The tithes alone is enough to take off everything. When Yongicho is starting a branch, he will give the pastor $10 million. Yes. And then he'll give you 20,000 members. <laughs> Charlie, I better resign and go to South Korea. <laughs> I say, Papa, I want to come. He's dead, though, but he's assistant. They give you $10 million. How many? And then they give you 20,000 souls. That, that's a finished church. <laughs> I mean, you, know, you give that church to someone, it's finished. Just go and chop the money. 20,000 souls. What are you talking about? That's when they will be dead like that. <clears throat> Let me hear him, man. 10 million dollars. They are so rich because the people, they've stayed there long. And the 
what the pastor tell them they've been doing so over years. Then you see the blessing is coming. God will bless you. I say God is going to bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Very soon when we are coming, we have to look for multi-level car park. We have to build a, you know, a car park that is multi-level. All of you will be having three cars. One for your wife, one for you, and the other one is bringing your children with their driver. Your amen is not loud enough. Yes, yes, that's going to happen. Clap your hands. I mean it. <laughs> because I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. A church that had nothing. Zero. As time goes on, they begin to make progress. It is God. God's church can never go down. It only goes up. May you also join and go up in Jesus' name. Let me be very quick. The next one is... Uh, Number four, they stay when others leave. Come on, say they stay when others leave. Some people, when they leave church, maybe a, a, a friend of theirs leave church, they think their life is over. Say they also leave the church. Somebody said, oh, the friend is gone, so she's also going. Say, you're not serious. But you came to see the person here. The person you call it, it's a church they gave it to you. So I think God cannot give you to somebody else. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, there are three dimensions of people that will come into your life that you must watch. Number one is comrades. No, number one is the confidants. Number two is comrades. And number three is constituents. Anyhow you come, your desire should become somebody that you can become a confidant. When I say you are confidant, I can tell you things and then you will not leave. Some of the things, if you hear, you, you say no. Some people, when they get to church leaders, they, they backslide. Do you know that? Can I talk to somebody here this morning? Yeah. You get close to the leadership of the church. You, you start, hey, eh, eh, that's how he says. How else you, are they not human beings? Let me hear you, amen. Yes. They wash their clothes too. So you think they don't wash their clothes? So how, how do you expect? Hallelujah. So a confidant, if you have a, somebody that, you can confide in. That's a confidant. Say, somebody, I can confide. How many of you have friends that you can tell secrets and you are okay? If you find two, you are blessed. Some of, some of you don't have a friend. You say, say, my friend say I should come for wedding and you leave church. Go and tell them your secret. You see where it will end you. But you say you have friends. The truth is that you don't have a friend. A real friend is somebody, a confidant, you can tell your story and they can still support you and not stab you in the back. Charlie, the guy be dangerous. Yeah, the teeth take me. I shock you. Charlie, 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 Charlie. Make you the watcher, make you the watcher. Instead of praying for you, they have gone to finish you off and you are walking, dead woman walking, but you don't know. And you say you have friends. You don't have any. God is your only friend. You better go and tell him. Shout a big amen. Yes, I'm telling you the truth today. So that's a confidence. That's a God. That no matter what happens, they are around. Come on, say they are around. Mm, I said they are around. They are in the church not because, but because of the man of God. They, they want to see the man of God succeed. They support him in spite of his foolishness. Come on, I don't do foolish things. Let me hear amen. But some do foolish things. And yesterday, they have people who support them. Let me hear amen. amen. Yeah. I, I don't do foolish things. 
Foolish things are foolish. And it's for fools. And I'm not a fool. But I'm just saying that just in case of things like, like your home care leader or a pastor, and they have a little problem, they tell you you are using, you are not a confidant. The next one is your constituents. Constituents are people who are not for you, but they are for what you are against. Say so maybe the church will stand against this, this, and that. Oh, okay, I like that kind of church. Oh, that church, they don't pay tithe. Yeah, I mean, I don't like tithe, so I'm joining that church. The non-tithing church. You don't believe in tithe. So you join that church because of what they stand for. Not because of you. They, stand, you, they, they, they align themselves with what you hate. So you also join them. And sometimes you come to that church because it's close. You are not a real member yet. You have to grow. Let me hear amen. And then you also have church comrades. Those who come and join you to build certain things. You see, like you know, we have a very powerful choir ministry. So the reason why you came to the church is not to serve, but just to help restructure the choir. That's all. But you're not, you not into the church. You just come to do the music. One, two, three, pa, 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 and then you go. You have to grow to become a real confidant of the church. Let me hear amen. As some people, as soon as they hear any bad news about the church, that's it. They don't come again. They associate anything, that's it. May you never be that kind of person. And in this church, you will never hear any bad news about us. Oh, yes, you wait forever. It will never happen. Never. In the name of Jesus Christ. I need to finish. Number, number what? Number what? Number five. Okay, sons are usually in the field. When we zoom in the light on the sun, he was in the field working. So when a real son is a son who is working, the, 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 the joy is in the palace, but the work is in the field. So if you're a son, the proof that you're a son is that you are working in the field. Amen. So it's not only you being around that makes you a son. But when you are working somewhere for the sake of the ministry and the work of God, you are a proper son. So some people, you don't meet them here, but they are working and laboring for God. I, I hear what I'm saying to you. So you don't have to physically necessarily be in a place to make proof that you are a son. It doesn't work like that. If he was coming from the field into the house. The next one. We'll just stop very soon. Stand on your feet. Number six. Sons make assumptions. They, they forget to ask as the basic principle of receiving. Hallelujah. On, on Wednesday, I preach, never get used to God. Don't get uh, assimilated or better still, desensitized. Look, he made a complaint to the father. One, already the father had given him the inheritance. He said he divided it among them. So he had his inheritance. Why is he going to ask the father again to give him pig feet or cow leg when the father has already given you that which belongs to you? Huh? Think about it. The father said, all you ha I have is for you. How come you are coming to ask me for kid, not even a cow? It's a big problem. It's like, God has given you healing. I'm going to ask him for healing. You take it. Let me hear you. Amen. So the problem with the eldest son is that he had been given everything, but he was not aware that he should take them. Ah, I can't hear you. Amen. 
What has been given to you, you don't ask permission for. You take it. I say you take it. So go and take your blessing. Let me hear amen. Stop asking God. God bless me. He's blessed you already. Go and work and get a blessing. God has healed you already. Begin to exercise health and walk in healing. Say, Lord, heal me. You are healed. I said you are healed. What is the proof that you are healed? Do the things you couldn't do before. Ah, I can't hear you, amen. Man, this whole week I've been, I shouldn't be here. I've been under serious sickness because I ingested the, the dust and then the chemicals in there. Oh, man. And they triggered all manner of, I, I don't know where this thing is coming from. But I'm here. I've taken my healing. Ah, I say I've taken my healing. I can sweat up. All my clothes is wet. But I'm here. I, take, I took medicine, of course. I, I don't have time for sickness. I don't. So I'll take medicine quick, quick and, and deal with the devil on top of it. <laughs> I, hear what I'm I can't hear your amen. But I'm here. It's for you. God, if it's your will, it's your will. It's his will to heal you. Why are you still asking him if it is his will? In that sacrifice, on the, it includes your blessing, your deliverance from poverty. I say, from, why are you still poor? And you're asking God, if it's your will, make me poor. Make me rich. It says, it's, we go and work and get the money and pay your time and your, your revenue will increase. So for him to ask his father, I'm asking for something small you didn't give me. What's that, what's that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? It's your father said he has given you everything. Go and take it. I said, go and take it. It's, it's a small mindset. And a lot of people in church, that's how we think. You see, the story of the elder son is like a typical believer in the church. Somebody comes, look at the, look at the younger son. Daddy, give me. Who went to us? Is it not the younger son? He said, for he that asketh, that's what? Receive it. He that what? I can't hear. He that asketh. So the young man to say, ah, if he said we ask you, he went to ask a ridiculous thing. The father gave it to him. How about you, the faithful son? You have no asked and you, not that. Oh my goodness. Eh, eh, even Baby goat cry, you, 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 you haven't given to me. You are everything is yours. Do you understand what I just said? Don't get used to God, though, and assume that because you serve long, God will give you. Go and ask. For he that asketh. Some of you have confused your long service as equal to you asking. It doesn't work like that. You ask and then God gives you. So if the younger son can, who is a crazy boy, he can ask and be given. Why, why are you sitting down? I'm sure if the elder son said, Daddy, I'm going to take 100 cows for my friends. So no problem, it's yours. However you use it. He would have been given the thing. And so but we sit in church and we assume that because we came to church, God has heard us and God will answer. No, he hasn't. God doesn't make assumptions. You have to ask. It's a principle. He that asketh, he that asketh, if I don't ask you to pay your tithe and I assume I'll be very mad and angry, I have to ask you, bring your tithe. That's it. He that, can I receive your tithe? 
like you. That's how it works. So if you have a need, ask. I say ask. I said ask, ask and ask and ask and ask and until you get it. I like the younger guy. The guy no get time cry. Charlie, give me the thing. Don't make a go. Shout, shout. Charlie, give me, give me, give me. As soon as he got the Charlie is on the move. Only that he blew the money. But he had boldness. We need boldness of the younger son. Those of us in the church. Come on, let me hear him. Hey. Don't assume things. Ask. Even ask. And you will receive. If you don't ask, you don't qualify to receive. That's a simple law. And you get frustrated because you are not asking. Say, Lord, can't you see I'm serving? I know you are serving, but what do you want? What is it you want? Have you asked? Ask and ask wild things and God will give it to you. If this prodigal son can collect his father's inheritance while the old man is alive, my goodness, let's ask for some crazy things. I said, let's ask for some crazy things. Begin to make demands on the anointing and ask God to give you crazy things. And when it is there already, go and take it. I said, go and take it. I said, go and take it. Yes. Last point. The elder sons can be very judgmental. He judged his brother. Bible said, judge not and he shall not be judged. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together. Is that right? So when you don't judge, to judge somebody is to pass final sentence on that person. But people can change. Amen. You see somebody who is crazy today, but tomorrow they can become the man of God that you love. To judge somebody is to pass a final sentence on that person. We don't have the power. I said we don't have that power. Somebody can be crazy today, but tomorrow God can use them mightily. So we need to keep our sorts of judgment in our sheaths and believe God that what God is doing is right. The, old, the elder son should have just believed in the wisdom of the father because the father was looking at the bigger picture, but the son was only looking at his brother. My God. So that when we take decisions, it's for the greater good. You may not understand, but trust your father. He knows what he's doing. Let me hear you, amen. So he judged. He said, your, your son who has wasted his resources on all manner of people. When he came, you are blessed him. Don't pass judgment. When people come in fresh, they are looking some way. Because you've been around, you know the culture. Don't judge them. Teach them and help them. Lift your hands. We're going to pray. ask it, receive it. Ask God. No matter how ridiculous it looks, ask Him. Ask Him. Don't assume that because you came to church, God knows your needs. He knows. I have a father. It's, 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 not, it's not a very good song. It's not a very good song. He calls me his own. He what? Before you in time uh-huh. My life was in time. He knows my name. He knows my every, every breath, thought, every my thoughts. Uh-huh. He, he sees, sees each tear that drops. Uh-huh. He hears me when I call. He sees it, but it's not going to change anything. You have to make it happen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. Convert your tears to action. Let me hear you, amen. 
some of the songs, they make us very, like, faithless. God sees my worry, so as long as he sees, all right. No, you must take action. Let me hear him, man. Take action. Stop the tears. It's enough of the cries. Go out there. You have somebody's here. You don't have a job tomorrow. Type your letter and begin to walk from door to door. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Yes, sir. Enough of the tears. Get to work, and God is going to bless and ask you on your faith. Shout a big amen. He said, He said, He has given you the work. So, where is the work? Say, so You are blessed. Where is the blessing? Go and take it. It may need you going to hundred stores and knocking door. I'm a very good worker. Look at me. If you employ me into your workplace, your work will change because I carry the presence of God. I need a job and I need to be paid. And I come to get a job. They'll look at you. What can you do? The way you are talking, they'll take you. I said they'll take you. Who doesn't want a child of God in his company? Are you a child of God? So why are you broke? Why don't you have a job? They are looking for people who are truthful. Are you truthful? Yes, sir. Are you very patient? Do you have the spirit of humility on you? So why are you not getting a job? Come on, go out there and show your credentials. You're a child of God. And when you come into the company, the company will be blessed forever. Come on, clap your hands and let me hear your loud amen. Let's stop this pity party. Shout, shout, shout. Yes. Stop the pity party. It is yours already. Let me hear your amen. The elder son, look at him. He's so pitiful. Pitiful. He can't stand somebody's party. Ah! He went to sit at the gate crying. I saw him. I was there. Eh, I won't go. I won't go. I won't go. Eh, I won't go. I've been serving you all these years. Eh. Don't die broke. Let me hear amen. Don't assume that because you came to church. God does not know. He knows, but he does not know. He will answer you when you ask. For he that asketh, receive it. He that asketh, receive it. He that asketh, receive Ask, ask, and God will give it to you. Shout amen. And when he opened his mouth, he didn't talk about the biggest fatted calf. He only talked about a kid goat. Small goat. Look at this man. God cannot work with people like that. I'm sure the daddy, oh my God, this is my son again. Look. He couldn't even ask for a cow. He just asked for a cow. Oh, God. Oh, my son. Oh, God. I've been trying no to tell fio. him that. No, go fuel mentality. Ne? Hey? I've been trying. Oh, God. The father was crying himself. Oh, God. This is my son. Where would he arise? Oh, Lord. Give him something that the younger brother has. Boldness. Oh, God. Why is he even asking me? The first time he's asking me for little kids. What is this thing? The father was sad. They have given him everything. But he's living like a poor woman. Poor man. That's how a lot of you look. Your mouth is shut. You can't take bold steps. You can't ask for things. You can't go to and ask for credit. Give me credit. Come on, I said, give me credit. Give me credit. Take it. When you give me, I'll bring back. I'll bring back your and I'll bring your interest. They are looking for people who are sitting there. And when I got there, he didn't even look at my face. You are too baby, baby elder. I think we should change your name to baby elder. You are elder, but you are babyish, small thing, emotional. See, see, see. You can't handle people's. Somebody comes with a nice shoe, you can't handle it. You have squeezed your face. Yeah, that. <laughs> he stayed outside the party, lah. Can you? Can't you understand? As soon as somebody comes, somebody comes. Ah! 
No, we don't want such people here. Grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up. I say, grow up, grow up, grow up. Huh? You are so petty and little. Everything is yours. But when you are asking, you are asking for small, small little things. Clap your hands. My message is over.